0: Lays it in to Trey, two seconds, wide. Trey Slaughter, good! With one, and the Hawks are going to win this game. Shot clock at five, it's poked away, and comes up with it, and stops it. Came up shy. another lob at up high. Picked up by Tatum, slaps it, can't get it, Kevin lets it fly, swish! Oh! What's good? Welcome to the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks Team Coverage Podcast, formerly known as Hoop Ball Hawks. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on Wednesday, December 22nd, a few days from Christmas. Been a little bit, been in a long stretch at work, working day after day after day. And it seems like day after day after day, we're getting NBA-related news, Hawks-related news that has been less than great, to say the least. And there is a lot to unpack this episode, but we're going to get through it pretty quickly. I want to touch on highlights. I want to touch on certain things and conversations and topics surrounding this Hawks team that need to be addressed, especially After getting mollywhopped on Friday versus the Denver Nuggets here at home, COVID has spread to the Hawks' locker room, taking out key players, including our all-star, Trey Young. We have games being canceled. Hawks' game was canceled on Monday due to few players on Cleveland's side being available to play the game. Where could the league go with all this COVID outbreak? And then... Help is on the way for the Hawks with some players returning. So, as I said, a lot to unpack. But first, this plug. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation. And all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting. But all of my homies Love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'ma plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code hoopball to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%, just like an A plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter, and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies... Sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. I'm going to briefly talk about that beating we got on Friday night versus the Denver Nuggets. Hawks, after dropping their sixth straight game, Losing to the Nuggets, 133-115 here at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Hawks are now 11th in the Eastern Conference at 14-15. and 15, Obviously, a game below 500 in bad night. Doesn't even do it justice. It was terrible. Just terrible. What could go wrong did go wrong for the Atlanta Hawks. Defensively, they gave up 133 points. Denver had four players score 20 points or more. Jeff Green, Bones Highland, the rookie, looked terrific um, on Friday night. Jokic, obviously ran an MVP, and then Monty Morris all contributed 20 or more points. So you when you have 80 points or more between four players, chances are you're probably gonna lose that game. Especially if you're getting contributions from other players, which Denver did. Trey Young. on Friday night, not efficient from the floor. 20-10 from JC. 15-11 from Capella. Kevin Herter continues to struggle from the floor. Poor shooting night again in 33 minutes. Not effective. TLC continues to not give much in his minutes. A lot of fans have been complaining why he has been playing and another player hasn't. I'm going to touch upon that in a little bit. Gallo and Lou Will off the bench cooled off as far as in the scoring department. Reddish, who, surprise, surprise, the conversation is now here, who fans have been asking for more minutes from. And I'm going to talk about why he does need more minutes, but I don't think he needs to start. I think tonight, against the Magic, potentially he needs to start, especially with players out Right now, due to COVID and needing scoring options in your starting lineup, this could be a night where he gets the starting nod and gets more minutes than he deserves. But here's, here's where I am with Cam Reddish. I think, one, with all these players out right now and DeAndre Hunter out, Cam Reddish, with his size, athleticism, he's the best defensive player we have right now. It's usually, obviously, on the floor, Capella is up there. Okongwu, now that he's back, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But Reddish and Hunter, I mean, those are our two best defenders. And right now, by default, because Okongwu is easing back into things, Capella is out with COVID. And obviously, Hunter's going to be out for a bit. Reddish is our best defender. We need him on the floor. We do. And he, here's my thing. He can start if he continues to do the thing that he has been doing. Recently, offensively, he's been letting the game come to him. He's not been pressing. He's not been forcing the issue on the offensive end, shooting shots out of the offensive flow. If he continues to do that, he warrants definitely getting the start over TLC. And I think that's where we're at right now. Talent-wise, no doubt about it, he's better than TLC. Defensively, He's better than TLC upside way better than TLC. I'm not debating that, but with the players that they've been starting as of late with all the injuries, TLC is a guy who can defend. He can knock down shots is not consistent. And I mean, it's not like Reddish is super consistent as well. He's getting better in that regard, especially since he has not been pressing. He's been a lot better as of late, but Sometimes we know Reddish, when he gets hot, he'll take shots that he doesn't necessarily need to take. And sometimes if he's not making shots, it affects him on a defensive end. TLC gives consistent energy and effort in that department. Cam Reddish does it, you know... Every other night, in my opinion. But when he's going on the offensive end, he gives that effort and he's locked down on the defensive end. And that's something that he needs to continue to prove upon. Consistency. That was one of the things I talked about going into the season. He needs to be more consistent as far as in the minutes he's given, producing, as far as on the defensive end, scoring, being efficient, growing his game. Those are those things. You kind of know what you're getting from TLC. And it's kind of sporadic with Cam Reddish. But as of late, he has been more consistent. He has been taking shots within the offense. And he does look confident. And I think he does need more minutes. Even if TLC gets the start, Cam Reddish should have more minutes, in my opinion, than TLC. And I think tonight, with players out, Reddish should be in the starting lineup because we need that lift offensively. And obviously, what he can provide on the defensive end, if we can get him... Integrated into the offense early and get him his touches, he could produce tonight, which we need people who can produce with players out. So that's where I stand with him. I see why TLC gets a start, but Cam Reddish should be getting more minutes than TLC. And he in the in the short sample size that Cam Reddish has been getting minutes, he has been producing more than TLC. So. We'll see what decision this coaching staff makes tonight, but that's why I say Reddish doesn't necessarily need to start unless he continues to do what he is doing right now. McMillan, about Friday night, talked about the effort on the defensive end and basically saying, you know, when shots are not falling, there's a carryover effect on how they play defense. And most of the time, and I'm with Nate McMillan. I don't question the effort for the Hawks. I think, I know, and I know some people on Twitter I see say, like, oh, you're talking about defense's effort, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yes, you need foot speed. There's a lot of intangible skills, you know, film. There's things that you have to, you know, approve upon to be a really good defender in the league. And sometimes you just naturally have it. You just have that motor. You have that innate ability to, you know, jump in the passing lanes, you know, Swipe balls, block shots, like some things you just are gifted with. But I say keeping people in front and being focused on the defensive game plan, that is an effort mentality thing. And that is something that is not consistent with the Hawks. And that's something that needs to obviously improve if they want to get out of this slight hole, being a game under 500 And 11th and East, still a game out of a playing spot but obviously this team should be in the top six seven minimum in the east right now so they definitely need to improve and they need to improve on again i say this time after time ball movement friday night denver had 35 team assists compared to the hawks with 22 my magic number is 24 team assists for the hawks typically when they fall under that they don't win and if they do win with less than twenty-four team assists, it's because somebody went off, i.e. probably Trey Young. And we can't bank on that every game. Trey Young has been going off in the midst of, you know, this stretch that we're in right now. When you look at the last several games, and I'm gonna pull it up right now, looking at the standings, when you look at the Hawks right now, the last ten games they're four and six. Four and six. And Trey Young has certainly not been a problem. He's not been a problem. He maybe hasn't been as efficient because he's trying to, you know, do more with players out and with players slumping. He's trying to be more aggressive on the offensive end and, you know, take more shots, score more points. He is still trying to get people involved offensively, but he certainly hasn't been a problem. It's been obviously the inconsistency in players outside of Capella and John Collins. Herter has been struggling as of late. TLC has been struggling as of late. The bench, you know, with Lou Will and Gallo, they've been producing. Um, but you know, they take a step back on Friday night. I mean, consistency right now is the issue for the Hawks on both ends right now. And that's something that has to get cleaned up. I know there's a lot of, you know, moving pieces with people being injured in and out of lineups, but it's always gotta be that next man up mentality and some nights they have it, on the road they certainly have it. <laughs> they certainly have it during a hot, you know, street streak on the road, but in the midst of losing six straight at home, consistency. So, that is where we're struggling right now. Friday night Denver shot 58% from the floor and 38, I mean sorry, 44% from the three-point line, made 17 threes on Friday night. So they were just hot from the floor, just hot. So, it's much as, you know, Naaman Mellon did talk about the defensive end. And certainly, obviously, we didn't play defense well on Friday night, giving up 133 points. But 58% from the floor and 17 made threes, shooting 44%. That's just, they were hot. They were hot. And then they have 18 fast break points. You know, hot shooting just buried the Atlanta Hawks. And after the second quarter, they just could not claw back. When you're hitting threes at that clip, as far as your opponent... And then when the Hawks are not making three-pointers, only made seven on Friday night and they haven't been able to hit a lot of threes against Denver in both matchups this year, you're going to lose. So it was just overall a bad night for the Hawks as they continue to just compile bad loss at home after bad loss at home. I mean, Houston, that Houston loss is still the worst loss of the year. Still the worst loss. But this should be in the top five. Should be in the top five, maybe top three, depending on who you talk to. Like I said, this continues a to a, a spiral that is leading to a place of concern. If you're a Hawks supporter, if you're on the staff, if you're a player, management, it, it's a place of concern right now. And, you know, people are pointing fingers as far as fans are concerned at everybody. A lot of people pointing fingers at Nate Millen. And I said last episode, Nate Millen deserves his blame, but everyone has equal blame in this start. Including bad luck. Bad luck is to blame. Injuries are to blame. I mean, now COVID, which is the next thing I'm talking about, can be to blame. Right now, you know, first one, the first domino to drop was Trey Young entering, you know, health and safety protocols with COVID. And then we found the news the other day, Gallo and Capella. So you have Trey Young, Gallo, and Capella all out right now with COVID. Obviously, I mentioned at the top of the program, the Cleveland game on Monday, Hawks did not play. Maybe a saving grace after that. I mean, obviously, they probably want an opportunity to get back on the court, right the wrongs of Friday night, but maybe a saving grace as far as more time to figure this thing out if you're the staff. Um, With them having the game canceled on Monday as Cleveland did not have enough players to play the game here in Atlanta, so that game was postponed. Obviously, it's going to be at a later date, but... After that game was canceled, then you hear about Gallo and Capella. And there's outbreaks across the league. I mean, it seems like every other day you're having teams struggling to have eight, nine guys to play in a night. Uh, People continue to enter COVID protocol. I mean, COVID is outbreaking across the nation. So, you know, the NBA, in the NFL, they're not immune to this as well. So... This is something that the NBA has to address, and I know that there's talking about a potential shutdown after the Christmas Day games. I've been hearing that. You know, that's something the league has to work out. I don't get paid to make those decisions. Nobody on the Hawks, you know, staff gets paid to make those decisions. We're at the mercy of Adam Silver and what management, as far as the league, decides. I mean, this is a challenging time with COVID being such a super spreader right now. We've seen it affect the Bulls, the Nets, Philadelphia, you know, now Toronto, Cleveland, you know, it's in the Hawks locker room now. It's it's spreading, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I mean, whatever decision they decide, they're going to wait for the Christmas Day games to pass because that's a lot of revenue. That's a lot of revenue as far as TV revenue um, and, you know, advertising dollars. People want to advertise during those games, but Hawks, Knicks, is on Christmas Day. It's the first game in a game where Trey Young and Capella and Gallo are potentially not available on Christmas Day. I pray that they are. I pray that they are. I pray that they, you know, recover fast, produce negative tests and they're able to perform on Christmas Day because a Hawks Knicks matchup without Trey Young, why is it even on Christmas Day? Let's be real. That's what people want to see. That's why they put this game on Christmas Day. They want to see Trey Young Versus the Knicks, they want to see side talk New York, bing bong, and the fans attack Trey Young and be nasty at Madison Square Garden. And then Trey Young does his thing in front of that crowd in New York the bow, the threes from the logo. They want to see that. That's what the NBA wants to see. This is a budding rivalry in the Eastern Conference. And to potentially not have Trey Young available, you don't have, you know the leading rim protector in one of your leading bench scorers potentially available for that game, is going to sour that game. And like I said, the NBA wants that Christmas Day money. So the game is going to go on unless a whole bunch of players are not available for either team. And obviously we don't want that. That's one less game on Christmas Day, which the NBA would be not thrilled about. You're going to lose out that money. So it's a lot of questions and concerns about just the state of the league, of the NFL, with a lot of COVID outbreak of society in general because of the variant for Omicron Amor- and all that, and depending on how you you know feel about vaccines and all that, this is something that we have to deal with as a society, and the NBA is not immune to it. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this week progresses, how healthy you know can Trey Young, Gallo, and Capella get with having COVID. And, obviously, we have some games leading up to them. I mean, we have the Magic tonight, and then we travel up to Philadelphia tomorrow night on the back, on the second day of the back-of-back, back. and Philadelphia is playing a lot better as of late. When you look at Philadelphia, I mean, they're playing 500 ball, but they're sixth in the East, and certainly, you know, better than they were earlier in the year. So, and last time we went to Philadelphia, we got mollywhopped by them. So, I mean, you have the Magic, but then you have Philadelphia tomorrow night. And then you have Christmas Day versus the Knicks. So, and then the schedule doesn't get easier after that. You have to play the Bulls twice before the month ends. So health, health, health is going to be a big, it has been a big issue for the Hawks and continues to be with COVID and injury right now. But there are people returning for the Hawks right now. Oyeka Okongwu was back. Friday night versus the Denver Nuggets. And I was so happy to see Double-O back on the floor. He played 13 minutes, had 10 points off the bench, two rebounds. Um, Obviously, he has shoulder surgery that put him out for several months. But he came back with that energy that we love to see from him and expect from him. Um, Didn't, you know, wasn't as aggressive on the glass, but that will come. I'm not worried about that. And obviously, certainly from a defensive standpoint, having him back to protect the rim alongside of Capella whenever he's, you know, on the floor off the bench alongside Gorgie Jang or alongside of John Collins, whoever's going to be in that front court rotation on the court at the time. Yako Kongu is going to provide that energy and that effort, that spark that the Hawks desperately need, especially on a defensive end. So I'm extremely happy that he is back. Bogey is potentially a game or two away from returning, which will be a huge lift offensively, adding someone else who can playmate, create his own shot, and, you know, take some of that pressure off of, you know, Trey Young, Collins, as far as in the scoring department, and then maybe, you know, Herter goes back to the bench, and maybe he gets his mojo going off the bench, I mean, It's certainly, like I said, this is a big thing that Bogey can be back. Right now, he's probable for the game tonight. I don't know if he does necessarily return. I haven't had an update as I'm recording this now. But if he does return, like I said, it would be a lift. And uh, and certainly, it will take him time to get his bearings as far as his ankle and, you know, his shot, conditioning, stuff like that. That's going to take time. But certainly have another scoring option in the backcourt, especially tonight with Trey Young out will be a huge lift for this Hawks team. Now, as I said before, the Hawks have the magic here in Atlanta on NBA TV. Um, No game is a cakewalk in the NBA. I mean, look at the Houston Rockets game. And even though recently we beat the Magic, both teams have players out, and it will be a matter of who steps up for both teams. Uh, The Wagner brothers certainly play well against the Atlanta Hawks. You know, Terrence Ross can always go off. I mean, the Hawks have to be ready. We have to be ready. Whoever is going to be available has to step up. John Collins is going to be huge tonight. He's going to have to dominate in the post. Kevin Herter needs to get out of his slump. He has to be big tonight. We need him, especially if Bogey cannot go. Kim Reddish, I think you need to put him in the starting lineup. Get him some touches. Get him going early within the flow of the offense. DeLon Wright and Lou Will will be the guards right now, like I said, if Boki cannot go, you know, Herter may have some, you know, ball handling, playmaking responsibility. They're all going to be crucial tonight against a Magic team. Um, right now, TLC is day to day. Who knows if he plays or not tonight? I would say he's probably probable, but we'll probably get an update later in the day. Okongwu will have to play more minutes. He only played 13 on Friday night. Has to play a little bit more with Capella out. Gorgie Jang is going to have to play more minutes as well. So that's going to be interesting to watch, how they manage Okungwu's minutes with John Collins and Jang and, you know, what they do. Like I said, that puts Reddish out there. That automatically gives Reddish more minutes. They have to work that out. The rookies, who a lot of people have been complaining about not playing. Sharif and uh, Jalen Johnson may have to get clocked. They both been playing well in College Park. I mean, I'm on a fence as far as, you know, just throwing them in. Um, no one knows, you know, I mean, G League is G League, but the NBA is the NBA. It's a different league, more talent. But, I mean, they are working on their game, building their confidence up in their respective games in the G League so they can certainly make an impact on the court. So I definitely think they deserve to get minutes. But who knows this team better than the staff? And if there's a reason why they haven't been – inserted into you know the rotations getting more minutes that is on them that is something that they have decided but it'd be nice to get you know a look at them i mean everyone here in atlanta is watching other rookies do their things and they're feeling jaded they want to see those players they think that they're going to make an impact and a lift and they certainly could as far as energy uh and effort standpoint because they're hungry hungry players and young players Give more effort because they're trying to prove themselves. That's, I mean, that's fact. So I understand wanting more minutes for them. But like I said, we got to defer to the staff. And if you don't trust the staff, I see why you're upset. And (laughs) say, hey, put Sharif and Jalen in. So we'll see if they get clocked tonight. So it's going to be a very important game tonight. Whoever is available has to perform and maybe they keep Bogey out so they have him versus uh, Philadelphia. Who knows? I don't know. But there's a lot of unknowns in society, COVID, this, the rotations, availability, who's going to step up. And that's why this game is very, very important tonight. They had the game canceled on Monday. This is a chance to wipe you know, the memory of that terrible loss on Friday night versus Denver and end this home losing streak this is the night to do it you you had an opportunity Monday it got canceled you have an opportunity against a magic team that's been struggling obviously they're gonna be a lottery team probably have a top five pick next year um you got to take advantage of that even though we have players not available even if Gallo capella and Trey Young are out the players that are on the floor certainly will have an opportunity to win this game and they have to go out and do it you know no questions asked so it's going to be interesting to watch that game tonight. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share it. Tell everybody about the hottest new podcast covering the Atlanta Hawks. Share it with Hawks fans, Georgia sports fans, basketball fans, NBA fans, doesn't matter. Put them on to the show. Follow us at EthosHawks on Twitter. That is at EthosHawks on Twitter. Follow myself on Twitter at bradjarrett 67 that's Brad J A R R E T T six seven. Want to give a shout out to Trey Young and his fiance on their engagement last week. We pray for health for obviously you know everyone dealing with uh, COVID right now, but especially our three players out with it right now: Gallo, Capella, Trey Young. The health obviously of Bogey, the health of. Kongu, as he gets back into the swing of things, TLC, DeAndre Hunter, anybody dealing with Knicks and ailments on this Hawks team, because as this team gets healthier, this team will look different, more pieces will be available, and we'll be a different team in about a month or two. But as I said, it's certainly frustrating right now for fans to see these losses, see the battle luck, see the performances, but do not get discouraged. There's still time to turn it around. I believe this team will turn it around. We got to just continue to be optimistic and realize they had success last year. It's hard to recreate success, and it's a process. This thing is a process, so we're going to take it one day, one game at a time, and it's very, very important to see them have that mentality as they step on the court tonight versus the Magic. We'll catch you next episode.